one of my senior bartenders just goes, you're needed in the men's bathroom at like 3.15 after we are closed. And I look, and if you know the bathroom at cinema, it's pretty open. You walk in and right to the left of the door is the sink. And there is this massive turd in the sink. <laughs> like, massive turd in the sink. <laughs> Okay. Holy fuck. It's funny. This is my episode two, by the way. I've only done this with one other person before. Number two. Yeah. Number so two. I hope this I one. There's two, there's two of you. <laughs> the second. Is this how it's going to go? Yeah, pretty I'm much. I'm going to be on episode 20 then. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is uh, episode two of the Trip Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Parr, and I'm here with two guys who have been in the Vancouver bar scene for quite a little while now. They both work for the Warehouse Group. They're both fucking awesome, solid dudes. That I've become pretty good friends with over the last couple of years, and I wanted to bring them in because they're just fucking really cool, interesting people. How you guys doing? Great. You know, I'm all right. Thank you all right? You both just survived the Halloween week. <laughs> oh, Halloween great. weekend. Halloween week. Yeah. How I called it a Halloween weekend. Halloween. Well, I call it Halloween week because it was like five days. Yeah. Um, from we had, we had three Halloweens before Halloween, and we're all just kids <laughs> with visas now, so it's like, oh. We can do this all week. <laughs> we have fucking credit cards now. Yeah. Back up. Um, did you guys work most of them? Or was it just some of them? Yeah, definitely worked all of them. Yeah. Like which days? Uh, I was, what, Friday, Saturday? I did Friday, Saturday, Tuesday. Sunday, day, Monday. Oh, I actually so you... didn't work Halloween evening, though. No. no? Yeah, my first one off in seven years. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was the vibe like? Was it just insane the whole way through? Or was oh, yeah. like one day particularly better than the last one? Or Friday was a little pussyfoot. Saturday was insane for extension. <laughs> and then Tuesday was madness. Yeah. Yeah. And then you you were you were you dressed up as a pirate one day? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? yeah. That's just me though. That's just you. Except for the sword. Yeah. Like I feel like the only thing that I really had to change up was the sword. I like how you sneakily tried to get the mini I don't want, I know. I don't want uh, the mini egg to, to register. You guys can't see this, but there's a very juicy bag of Cadbury yeah. mini eggs here because fuck it. Halloween's can over. Discount it. candy for live. You can, you can yeah. do the ground. Candy's cheaper after Halloween. Oh, yeah. That's the best. That's probably the best part of Halloween mm. is the discount right. candy follow, the week following. Again, kids with visas. <laughs> <laughs> Boxing Day is overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Candy, candy day is my fucking favorite. Yeah, I have um, a MacBook. What I don't have is fifty Kit Kats. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, you guys said you guys knew each other for Mac and Day because you guys have been solid friends for a while, right? Yeah, ish. Yeah, like ish. Like I can say that. <laughs> well, like ever since I've known you, it's been like you have this kind of like weird, co- like not weird. Don't say that, yeah. but like collective of friends. Yeah. <clears throat> that you've all known each other for quite a long time. Just you two and. Uh, Tony, we call him Anthony. Yeah, of course. Who's also worked with Warehouse before. Yeah. Josh. Josh. Who also worked with Warehouse before. Warehouse kid, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> there's a pattern. Is there a fifth one or is it the four of you that live together? Um, you must uh, not Dan. Be named. Dan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dan, Dan. Voldemort. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, Why is he called Voldemort? He's he's just sort of outcasted at this He's moment. just the new the newest member of the Beatles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Just slowly integrated. Yeah, yeah. But you said you guys have known each other since you guys grew up in Nanaimo? We didn't like each other. 
Growing up. Yeah. No? Like, when, when did you guys first know each other? Like, is it really uh, early? Or? We, weren't, we didn't really know each other. Yeah. We were just, it was, I was friends with one group, he was friends with another group. We were from different, Nanaimo's very big, right? It's like yeah. a very long, long city. Big, small town. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he was from, like, kind of like the mid, and I was from, like, the south of it. But that's still, like, an hour and a half walk. <laughs> Type thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we didn't really we don't have cars. Other. No, no. <laughs> well, I grew I up on like. Afford a horse. I grew up in the Gulf Islands, so like I know yeah. like that small town, like yeah, fucking exactly. like takes yeah, forever yeah. to get anywhere, kind of thing. Even doing Halloween on like the islands was like a trek. Like to get from one oh, house yeah, to the next man. took like totally. fucking fifteen minutes. No streetlights. <laughs> <laughs> like, cars yeah. coming up, blind you for like three seconds. Um. But yeah, so you've known each other for a long time, and then were you friends in high school as well, or was no, it kind of we like... we went to different schools. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Yeah. We just sort of, yeah, knew each other through buddies, but there was always that animosity, didn't really, like, you know, like each other, didn't really get to know each other, that was probably it. Yeah, yeah. So when did you guys actually start hanging out then? Like, when did you start becoming, like, when good Steven buddies? Steven moved over when I moved to over Vancouver here. and started yeah. working at Cinema, and yeah. I was like, oh, this guy. <laughs> yeah. And then, like... Fast forward a week and a half, I was like, man, I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you you moved over here first. Yeah, I think what a couple years before. Yeah, he was over here like two years. Two thousand and twelve. Oh really? So you yeah. made the first cool jump. You're like, yes. I'm out of this fucking town. Yeah, Later. Exactly. I had to. Ditched in, and then what, did you start bartending here right away, or were you like the, super fresh when you first, when you showed up? The, no, no, I was at I was at the keg in Nanaimo for three years before I moved to Vancouver, but the first job I got was at Cinema. <clears throat> oh, it was right away. Okay, and uh, that was like the the start of the Vancouver five year now career. Five years now. Okay, five and years. were you bar backing first, or did you just jump right into bartending? Any experience? They or? wanted me to bar manage actually, and I was like, yeah. With no experience? No, no, I had I had three years bartending experience already. It from Nanaimo. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The keg is, you know, it was pretty busy. Oh, you were at the like, keg I, before? I, I, had, like, I had like a section. I was like bartender serving, so like mm. I, I did a lot. Yeah. There was a lot of serving. multitasking. <laughs> it's two jobs. So what was that like going from like the style of keg into cinema? Like especially in Nanaimo, where it was like smaller town. And, I was uh, like like night and day deer in the headlights. Yeah, I was like, this is a big city. I don't know anybody. What's going on? And um, actually, Ashley Farr was like the first person that was like, hey, like you're pretty cool. Come out with a cinema crew and like when I'm drinking, I was like, oh, like people are dope and it's like, it's cool here. Yeah. I kind of like got, you know, a little bit more weather and, and whatnot and acclimated. Yeah. And uh, one thing led to another and still doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, it's good money. Uh, but um, do you remember any kind of like first sort of stumbles that you had when you first started out from that like more high paced nightlife bartending scene like can you can you remember any like fucking like blunders that happened when you were trying to make that transition or anything maybe that like was super obvious to everyone else but you were like oh did we do this or not really because it's kind of the same industry it's the same especially from like the island to vancouver it's not a huge transition yeah um but imagine because like i because I, when i started bartending you know, going from, like, I worked my way up. I started dishwasher to, like, busser to yeah, fucking yeah, server yeah. to doing all that. But then going from restaurant to, like, nightclub is, like, it to me, it's a completely Night different. Sure. See, yeah. I don't really consider cinema a nightclub. It's, like, a public house is open until 3 a.m., right? So there's food service. Like, I was, like, down Probably not when, yeah, when you first started, too. You probably weren't the late night guy. Exactly, you know? too. Yeah. Like, the, I wasn't, like, the 9 p.m. lounge star. I was, like, the... 
day and then like p.m. restaurant 6 p.m. start guys so like I'd still be serving food and, and all that and like I was, I was pretty like well versed in that from mm-hmm. my experience at the keg it wasn't like a huge transition but it definitely is like a, a different scene in Vancouver where like you have a whole street of just all walks of life. Yeah. yeah. Like, but also people like you're starting to make regulars, like people are coming to see you. Yeah. You can like hang out with them for a bit. Like at franchises like the keg, they're just like, you know, put on your fucking monkey suit. And it's like, so, be nice, but not too nice. And so, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of like restrictions and like now you start to get like a Our following. Prime rib is slow roasted to a perfect <laughs> medium. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did any of that attention go to your head a little bit? Because when you get in that Gramble like club of people, like it is a oh, bit I'm, of like. I'm sure it did. And I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> will agree to that. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no fucking stories to tell from that, like like those types of things happening before. Um, this one time, I mixed salt into my simple syrup instead of sugar. <laughs> that is fantastic. I've done that with mojitos before. Yeah, <laughs> really? Did anyone notice? It was a big batch. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a big camera. <laughs> Holy shit! The whole day people are drinking them, just being like, "What the." Is this is new. new. This is okay. Yeah. Sure. Salted peanut whiskey sour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, Steve, you you moved over from Nanaimo a couple years after. Yeah, I actually and... moved here from Winnipeg. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I uh, I wanted to learn how to big build igloos, so I just you know <laughs> took a year out of my time to do some studies. No, yeah. I moved down there to take a job with my uncle, and um, after about a year, I just realized I was like, I'm a I'm a bartender. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm an industry guy. That's this is my field kind of thing. But yeah, I started a little nightclub back home in the same town uh, called Level Two. Ah, Level uh, Two. Yeah. Oh wow. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Still very proud of it. It was uh, <laughs> it was basically just like a group of friends that all came together and like we all started in the industry at the same time. I was sort of the same way. I had up flyers out front at 19. Within that year, I started bartending, but I did coat check, bus, or you know, like you kind of worked your way up and yeah. Yeah, I started bartending when I was nineteen, and then just yeah. It, what was, was that like? Was like, sold. what was that like starting a nightclub so young? It was. I don't know. I felt like it was wicked because it gave me an avenue to party, and I was sober. Yeah. You know what I mean? We didn't drink at all on shift there or anything like that. It was very. All of us were really young, you know, and uh, it was just yeah. It was really nice to like I could go out and see all my friends on the weekend, and I just danced around sober behind a bar and but made, like how did, made money. You know, how did that even come about? Like. How did you even get I got the... the job through a friend. My friend was busing there, and uh, the guy who was running the place at the time needed a guy to hand out flyers out front, so yeah. they started paying me like two bucks. Oh, wow. Two dollars? Yeah, two of... bucks a flyer. Back to get in it money, out? it was minimum. <laughs> <laughs> How would they even know like, if you sold one? Like, you, could you just like, throw them in the trash up, and be like, they're all gone, give me my money? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, if you came up with my uh, my ticket to the door. Right, right, right. right. threw a little chit in the, in the bucket, and that was, okay. my, that nice. was my wage. And then when you came over to Vancouver, did you get a cinema through Marty? No, I actually, uh, it was the same thing. I actually walked in, it was the first resume I gave out in Vancouver and I was so happy to be back and like ready to bartend that I just like talked to this manager, Daniel McGuire, who used to work there. Yeah. I just yeah. talked his ear Total off jam. for like, yeah, 40 years. Total jam, shout out to Daniel Right, McGuire. I know, shout out. Asian 007. <laughs> Suavest guy I know. Um, but yeah, I just talked to him for like 45 minutes and he was like, yeah, dude, just come back tomorrow. We'll, we'll have a spot for you. And yeah, that was it. That's when I started... Hanging out with him again because Tony was my boss. And yeah. You can imagine that was fantastic. 
And then did you, it was Tony's. Was Tony from your hometown as well, or was no. did you meet him Tony's there? Tony's from like Langley. Oh, okay. Um, they were friends for two years before we. Actually, that's funny. Them. Like the first, the very first orientation <laughs> I had at cinema was I went in, and uh, Kelsey was the uh, service manager, and she was like, "Okay, like you're hired. Uh, go up to the bar, order one cocktail and and any food on the menu." I got myself a BLTA and a rum sidecar. Anthony was my server and or my bartender I guess if you will and uh, <clears throat> we were just like kind of bullshitting back and forth like <clears throat> having having a good old old time and I remember they like took care of the whole bill and I was like here you go man he's like it's free why are you tipping me and I was like, <laughs> and I was like bartenders tip bartenders <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like the, the rest is a history with yeah. him <laughs> five years later it's like we got yeah. your back dude his, his puppy was cuddling on my lap today <laughs> like, yeah yeah right. oh my god it talks so yeah we're that. actually new we're uncles yeah i saw that yeah. through your guys's feeds you have like a box of puppies just right. lying yeah. around your your place like what the fuck how did that happen no they have a box of puppies and they yeah they're gonna take one in but the rest have been adopted out and like habits heard and stuff like that and Wait, um, we missed the boat on that. What? Yes, I know. <laughs> I've got a cat already. We're thinking about having another one, but you know. <laughs> I just don't want to rush into these yeah, things. Exactly. You know, you want to take your time. Take it easy. Want to travel? Got to make sure the finances are. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the right, right time off. Um, but, so yeah, we're gonna cinema. There's your man Anthony, and then also in that environment, you've been you've been there for a while now, and you've been there for a while now, and it's also like kind of a hub spot for a lot of like local. Uh, film crews and actors to come in yeah. I've noticed like over the years were you there when that whole fucking Shia LaBeouf thing came out of control it started right after that happened really yeah I know like I'm pretty sure Ash could talk about it or like other servers that were there yeah really? that's crazy Did, like a couple months before I, I moved over and I got the job in like late October 2012 really and I'm pretty sure it happened in like like a month or two before that yeah but like they were still buzzing about it, like showing me videos as I'm just the new guy, all deer in headlights, yeah. not You work the cake? On. This is what we fucking deal with. Yeah, right. Drunk fucking child above <laughs> right. screaming and punching people. But that's weird. Like, I don't even know exactly how that situation came about because this happened, like, I don't know, how many years ago? Like, four yeah, years four, ago, maybe? Four or five. Um, no, no, that's, that's over five years. Sure. Yeah. yeah that he was in town shooting years. something or was just in town <laughs> and he was just. Did he have the rat tail back then? Like the just do it attitude? No, that's way before yeah, that. This is when he was like, I think it was like before Transformers even. Like, no, Transformers is happening. Yeah, it's 2006. 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, 2008 or something like that. Though. Yeah, like, but sure. after Crystal Skull, when everyone hated his yeah, guts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I can't. Side note, I, par- I would love to party with Shadow Move. Like, oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah! I'd just be like, I know you're crazy. No, you'd be gone. And be like, I don't know if he loves me or if he's gonna fucking punch me in the face. Like, I, I feel like he's so hot and cold. I deal with both. Yeah, I'd yeah. be like, Stanley, yell that. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> let's send it. Tonight. Let's dig some holes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. So, in, in that context, have you like met any celebrities that have gone through there since you've been <laughs> since you worked there? Or when yeah. you were working there, uh, like any similar, any cool like, stories from that, or is it all just kind of they come in, they have their drink, you, and they you leave? You met Idris, yeah. Yeah, Idris yeah. Elba came in. That oh was no way! Yeah, of course. That was what was he shooting in town? Uh, Star Trek. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Star Trek the, Beyond. No, I think it was the second. He's one. in. The, it's the third one. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The third one. That's, That's the one right, they shot yeah. in Vancouver yeah. in that like 
somewhere in Abbotsford, they made like this giant <laughs> like green screen complex to shoot like the entire movie in. That's and people had like all these pictures because in, in like in the middle of the house, there was like farmland, farmland, and in this one corner it was just like it looked like a giant like Castle Fun Park. Yeah. Because all these like inflatable green walls like in this giant compound, and they were all inside like oh, shooting crazy. and stuff. That is really cool. Yeah. But so he came into he came into cinema. Yeah, I heard he was he came in there a few yeah. times when he was. Yeah, I, I think shooting. he has been in a few times. We only had one one evening together, but it was actually pretty rad. He came in and was just super chill, and I don't know, started popping back jacks. Yeah. He was drinking Jack on the rocks, and I believe it was his publicist that was just drinking it straight. Really? <laughs> and they were just super relaxed on it. It was actually one of the random times that I took a table at cinema. Oh, really? Because the girls were just swamped, and that was the closest table to the bar, and I'm, I'm just not a very good server. I'm a bartender. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll take this one right in the vicinity. Of right the where bar. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> throw the drink on the table. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> the bar. But they, uh, yeah, they sat down, and they were super cool. I, honestly, I didn't even know who it was at first. I just thought it was a couple, and yeah. we got along really cool because they were both really, really relaxed and really chill, and then... You know, we shot the ship for probably 20, 30 minutes, and then I realized everyone was coming over to take pictures with them, and I was like, you're totally Idris Elba, man. Oh, nice, right? And then we continued to talk and stuff. I actually got off work, too, and was able to, like, sit down and have a quick drink with them, and then had to get called back on because it got super busy, but it was really, really cool. Oh, shit. And he's yeah. a big dude, too. Like, yeah, he's I a, feel he's like a- the <clears throat> like his movies and his, and his TV shows, it doesn't do him justice. Like, I've heard oh, yeah. people, like, he's monster. He is. He's actually, like, super, super tall and just stacked you know what yeah. I mean like um, great tipper too so took care of everyone very well <laughs> better be <laughs> yeah, right. um, actually the funniest part of this story was later in the evening when it, it, it did it became a total shit show like it does cinema you know 2.45 to 3am there that last 15 minutes oh, yeah. um, and we, we had to kind of pull this guy out not too forcefully but we did have to kind of put our hands on him and get him out the front door and right as we get to the front door he starts to kind of really resist and you just see this arm come over mine and Dan Cropper if you guys remember Dan the uh, the scouser from Liverpool who is yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the best legends I've ever met in my life <laughs> um, me and him are sitting there and you just see this arm coming between us and just sort of pop the guy out the door no more resistance <laughs> and just sort of like walk the other way with his publicist and they're you know they're like have a good evening lads and that was it oh my god but I remember Dan definitely fangirled out I was like, just helped us kick somebody out. He just helped us. Kick <laughs> <laughs> Luther just kicked someone out of our yeah, yeah, fucking right, all that. Exactly. Oh my god. Um, so get back to your uh, your very hilarious living situation. Oh, here we go. So the four of you, you, <laughs> Anthony, Josh, have a very hilarious living situation that I want to dive into for a second. I think yeah. it's fucking brilliant. <clears throat> so four of you live in a one bedroom. Four. One bedroom. Four of you are in a one-bedroom one apartment yeah. in West End? Yeah. In the West End, yeah. In an old building. Pacific and Thurlow, right beside the beach there. Okay. And how long have you been doing this for? Eight years. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's coming up on eight months. It's only been eight months? Eight months, yeah. Eight months. I thought it was way longer than that. No, what? Seven no, because I, I came back from Toronto in like end of January, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so... I think February 1st is when we decided to move. Yeah. February 1st. Even, even so, eight months, I'm fucking astounded that you lasted that it was, long. It was supposed to be one month. Basically, what happened was uh, on a, it, all of us got out of bad relationships. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's happened. We all got our hearts broken. Me and Anthony yeah. moved in That's together because I was living across the road, and we both just had like really expensive houses. And it was awesome, but we couldn't save for anything or travel. And we moved in, and then Marty came home from Toronto, and 
Josh and his girlfriend broke up and we were just sort of like, all right, well, we can do this for a month. We're all like best friends, right? We can make this happen and we'll go get a place or whatever. And then we sort of realized we're like, we're living in like one of the best areas of downtown Vancouver. And right now our rent is dirt cheap, yeah. <laughs> like absolutely dirt cheap. And we were just like, maybe we can do this for another month. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. We'll just and, keep it going and we'll see kind of like where it goes. Yeah. And then I think we all get basically decided. We we're like, yeah, we'll rock it till Christmas. Yeah, we, can, we can do a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like I've seen pictures of the place and it's literally like your standard West End one bedroom. Like it's yep. not big. Nope. It's not big at all, it's and it's literally house. there's like a there's the bedroom, and then there's like the living room kitchen that's like I don't know probably a bit bigger than this office. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there's like mattress, mattress, mattress. Yeah, and like that's it, and like that's I think that's fucking awesome because like when you look at just like all the extra shit, like what do you what do you really need? Oh, it's like essentially, yeah, it's made us question that for sure. Yeah. Like when you when your goal is to just like save a bunch of cash and like live your life, it's like, do you really need a lot of the other shit? Especially if you're working nights all the time exactly. and you're mostly out. And that's the thing, we all work full time that, that nights. That's, that's the funniest part is like we all work like around the clock. There's there's times I have three different jobs. Like, yeah, yeah. Bartender, yeah. three different bars type thing, and like in seven shifts every six days. Yeah, like. We're never home. It's a, good, it's a good spot to sleep. Yeah. But like, exactly. that's kind of what you got to do in Vancouver. All the rent's crazy. I know, but like, it's funny because people do that. Like, I, I lived in Australia for like a year and a half total. And I lived on Bondi Beach. Like, pretty Bondi, much the yes. same situation, except we had two bedrooms. Yeah. But it was the size of a shoebox still. Yeah. It was yeah. like right by the beach. And it was a two bedroom and like the living room was like, again, like the living room kitchen as big as his office. And then there was a room and a room. And then like I shared the room with the guy and the other one shared the room with the guy and yeah. like never had any problems whatsoever. Yeah, it's weird, right? Like, so the few times when I wanted to like smash a girl or like not smash, but like yeah. have relations, uh, <laughs> 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 would go in and be like, like look into the bedroom and if he was asleep I would just like literally take my mattress and just like drag it out to the living room and just like push all of the yeah, oh yeah, exactly. couches and yeah, stuff yeah. out of the way and then we'd just like sleep in the living room yeah. but yeah when you're like when you're so when you're like got you know your night life job going all the time and then during the day we do all your errands and stuff like yeah. I just think that's fucking brilliant and then like there's been no issues of like people blowing up or like has that close quarters like ever become an issue oh, yeah, so we, far we've had arguments and stuff like that because we're all we're get all your elbow out of my face <laughs> yeah, right? like, um no we've, we've definitely had arguments and stuff right we're all really good friends and stuff and we're close too so it's we're like we're more like brothers than friends right yeah, so yeah. Like, you know siblings squabble but it's yeah it's, it's Nothing. It's the same thing. Who really? took my Aunt Jemima syrup? Right? I was saving exactly. that for when I had my fucking Eggos. Yeah, exactly, right? I told you not to use my deodorant. <laughs> yeah. But it smells better not, than mine. Not to use my deodorant there, Stephen. <laughs> I, I, I use his cologne. Oh, yeah. It smells better than mine. I'm saving wait, mine for occasion. Wait, you have your own, but yeah, you don't use mine. <laughs> just it's better. It was really expensive. No, just, <laughs> Salvador Ferragamo, man, it is expensive. <laughs> there, is there is there an end game to having like a cheap rent? Like, are you trying to like save for something or like just get your funds to a certain point? Or is it literally yeah. like this is going good so far? If I can ride it out till it explodes in our faces, pretty much. Yeah, I feel like we're all sort of saving for something. We all have. Trips That's, in mind and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. like we spent the entire summer. Me and him started out by going to Cuba for like ten days and yeah. just 
That trip looked rad. Yeah, it was just nothing but like relaxation and just cool Probably adventures. Probably the best trip of my life. It was so much fun. And like we're yeah. both bartenders too, and it's a very like bar and alcohol culture there, so it was nice to go down and soak that up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marty, you mentioned that you went to Toronto for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on that because you. I remember we we chatted right when you got back, and you were like you had a lot of shit to say just about like the Toronto bar scene just how like oh it's tough man it's yeah. tough to break into yeah. yeah go like just talk a little bit it's about that like, like trying to crack into like that it's... industry other than like from Vancouver and comparables and stuff I'm gonna help myself to a mini egg <laughs> I feel like it's just a little oversaturated like Vancouver is way less populated than Toronto is and Toronto is way bigger but it's not that much bigger yeah and there's like five million more people and in any city, bartenders are Dixie Cups. You pull one, there's another one right there. So it's really hard to get into those good spots, <laughs> nightclubs, the good cocktail lounges and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> I made a couple decisions there. Like I left the warehouse in Toronto to open up uh, a restaurant called STK, which is re- like a really big chain in America. Mm-hmm. And it ended up just not working out for me. <clears throat> and then I ended up like going to a, a tiny little cocktail lounge up in College Street called pray tell and uh it was like my uh my second cocktail i said i did and it was it wasn't good money but it was a fun experience i had total freedom of like what syrups i wanted to make what infusions what cocktails go on the list and like it was a really good learning experience really good environment it was only like a 60 seater so it was, it was small and intimate but it was it was fun man it was a good time yeah for sure yeah, because I, I I moved to Vancouver or moved to Toronto for a, like a month or two, maybe like it was before they set up all of the warehouse bars. Yeah. It was probably like twenty thirteen ish. I just got out of arts business school, and I went there. And I'm like, oh, I'll try a different scene and see if it's any like better or worse. And like I've had no problem getting jobs in Vancouver, like none. Yeah. It usually takes like a couple weeks. Yeah. Don't even need a resume half the time yeah well like you know people and i mean like maybe the same could be said for uh toronto and i definitely used a couple connections to to get a couple jobs but then when i was doing the whole handing out resume thing like even here i feel like you have like when you're going out for like bar gigs restaurant jobs you have like a procedural or like a certain way to like if i do this this and this i will get a job somewhere for sure yeah. yeah uh you know whether it's showing up in the in the right attire or you know talking to the right people or just saying the right things there's like i feel like they're like phrases and keywords that if you like told to anyone who wanted to get into bartending or like restaurant work you're like just say these things in this order and you'll get a job yeah. i tried that in toronto and it was just like stonewalled yeah no, it no. was so weird and like i, I don't know if it's just maybe it was just a, a provincial thing they're like oh you're from vancouver like Meh. or like i don't know and like yeah. I think it's a lot more about like who you know, not what you know there. Yeah. And like, I mean, that's, that's the same with pretty much everything in life. Yeah. But it's, I mean, Vancouver's a lot more laid back. We're a lot more chill. It's like, yeah, come bartend. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. We'll go for a hike in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) But I I applied for a a Joey's there when I landed there. And I knew from like, like on Young there, like the yeah. Say, yeah, 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 and I I worked uh, in Australia for a while, and I'd worked here for a while, and I was like, yeah, where are you from? Like, I know that at least I could get a job at like a Joey's because like most of the franchises place like that, if you like, if you've got a good personality and you look good and you've got experience, they'll like let you in the door. Yeah, and I it was like, fuck, it was like, no, exactly. it was like trying no, to get onto awesome. a game show or something. They were just like. Yeah. 
what makes you think you're good enough for Joey's? And I was I, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, Paper I was so surprised how serious was, they were. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was hard. Like, I really wanted to bust into nightclubs there. And, like, I knew... Oh, that must just like, be, like, friends insane. Friends of, like, yeah. family, like, friends of, like, my ex-girlfriend's family and all that stuff like that. They, like, knew people within, like, the big nightclub groups. And I was just like, put me in coach, like, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll even bar back. Like, I don't care. I had yeah. seven years experience bartending at that time. But I'll bar back. Like, I don't care. And not even, not even a budge, not even a wink. It was, it was pretty difficult. Yeah. But I feel like because it is a bigger city, like you're right. Like the competition over there is like four. It was fierce. Because like everyone's trying to get into those gigs. And so they almost have to put like more of a guard because they're like, you know, everyone just be bugging them all the time for stuff. But, uh, I feel like stages should be a lot more prevalent there. Like one unpaid shift where you're like, I'm going to go and bartend on like not not the busiest night not your crazy nights but just like yeah just to, just to be like hey put me in one night show you what i got did you try to do that and they still were like no nah. <laughs> i'm back aren't i <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah obviously so I think, like, it's like when the, when the water runs dry for a bartender like i gotta i gotta go where like it's funny like i was struggling there and then i came back here and three jobs it's, like that and yeah and here just, you get you get jobs on facebook yep. you get that message being like hey there are Mondays and Tuesdays like for you. Yeah. <laughs> just from some random person? They're yeah, like, you might have a like, gig well, for you. I can bartend those days for you. you know? Yeah. yeah. You feel like a superhero, I think, when you first get that, like, connection build up because then you get, like, a call on a Saturday night being like, hey, we need a guy to cover at this nightclub. Can you do it? Mm. And you're like, the city needs me. Yeah. <laughs> like, needs me. But that, yeah, me. I think that, that attributes to a smaller, like... <laughs> <Martini glass. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, there's yeah. like yeah. A, a martini glass with, like, a bottle in the sky. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Loosen the tie and wait, do the tie back up because you're a bartender. That'll just be my signal if I go out on the weekend. It's time. But yeah, I think that attributes to being in a bit of a smaller. Vancouver is not small per se, but it's definitely smaller than a place like Toronto. In the fact that, like, if you've worked at a few places, then you just know everybody. Yeah, you And then, like, the, you like, get to know those head bartenders. It's a very small industry, that's for sure. Yeah. And in Toronto, like, if you were to do it again, like, if you were to go, like, you're going to move to Toronto tomorrow, do you think you would attack it differently? Like, do you think you would try to network more or, like, See, that, talk to people more before you went out there? That's a or? question that, like, gives me anxiety. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if, uh, if I would. I, I would still try and paper the town. I would still try and, like, put my name and my face out there, but I don't know the reaction that it would get because it was it didn't really do much the first time yeah so like i don't know i don't know how i would gauge that yeah because i used to i remember when i first tried to get bartending gigs i would do this thing where i would like saddle up to the like i didn't want to be a guy that come in with a resume i knew that if i could talk to the right person and have a good conversation and like just like crack them open a bit and then like man, yeah, it's tough finding a job out here, huh? They're like, what do you mean? Like, oh, well, you know, I just moved out here from so-and-so, and, like, I'm looking for a job, and it's real hard. <laughs> just yeah, look yeah, at him yeah. real intently. <laughs> like, you made him laugh a few times. Like, I think we're looking for someone here. Like, I know you are. I saw it online. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you put the time in. Like, you hang out there for an hour, I have some nice. shots, yes. like, make people laugh, and, like, bring a friend in maybe to break the ice. I honestly feel like that's the best way to do it, though, is, like, instead of going in there with a resume and, like, a nice shirt or jacket, just... Yeah 
go to the bar and drink there and buddy up with the head bartender or the bar manager or whoever's on shift. And go a couple times. Yeah. And, like, and make it, it, make it very your... well. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Say that tip really, tip say that really close into the mic just for <laughs> right. a second. Tip very well. <laughs> take care of us. We take care of you. <laughs> just the tip all the time. If you pour it, they will come. <laughs> <laughs> Tip your local bartender is helping ugly people get laid. Hey. But yeah, I still find it so funny when people will like will stop. We'll go into like Granville Warehouse or one of the other you know warehouse bars, and they come in with like a suit jacket, yeah, or something. And it's just like you didn't do your research. No, not at all. <laughs> you just like this place looks busy, and just walk in and be like, hey, nah. But even our our spots, I feel like. It's a good blend of, you know, networking, friends of friends being like, hey, I think this guy's really good. Mm-hmm. The odd time someone comes in who's just like really personable and, and well off. But like, it's like also with a lot of people that get hired, like that conversation mm-hmm. we just had of people like hanging out maybe like for a day or two, getting to know people there and then like subtly dropping the need job. That's how most of the people have worked at Warehouse. Yeah, for sure. Like a lot of the die like <laughs> regulars who came as regulars got to know them as people and then like when they needed a job they're like yeah man I'm gonna look for bar jobs I don't that's, know anything to like yeah we'll fucking right. yeah 100% that's exactly yeah I was, a, I was a regular for since I moved here yeah and then one day Jay was just like hey you, your hand like, I broke my hand I was at the the keg and pigeon and I had to quit both jobs because I had to take like two months off <clears throat> oh fuck and he was like well your hand's healed now like what are you doing now I was like, honestly, I, I don't know where to go. And he was like, Come to Hastings. And then Leo was like, come to Opus. So I was like, I'll split those shifts three each. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've been like in Gastown a lot for the time that you've been bartending here, right? Uh, all over. I've been, I've done Yelltown, Gastown, Coal Harbor. And yeah. Down, but like majority of, of places you've worked in have been like Gastown collectively, right? Would you say? I would say Granville Street yeah. more so. Mm-hmm. And then probably Gastown, then Yelltown, then Coal Harbor. How do you, what's your kind of, well, like, get your take too on this, Stephen, but like your take between like the kind of, kind of bar cultures in the city, like the downtown area, the gas town, mm-hmm. the Yale town, then like, as far as like, you know, when people, because I, I, I always get from different uh, sort of bar groups or, or bartenders, people always asking like, oh, we, you know, so let's say like two people throw a party on the same day and one's on Granville Street and one's in gas town. And, like, it never seems to have, like, a rhyme or reason as to why one's busier and one's not. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there'll be some days you throw a party at Gastown and Gramble, and the one in Gastown's super packed and busy, and then you'll do the exact same thing, but the one in Gramble's busy. Like, yeah. yeah like, why sure. do you think that is? Like, it, are they two different I'd, kind I mean, of styles? We do have or? a lot of surrounding areas, like Richmond, Surrey, and everything. A lot, of, a lot of crowds that come in. But, like, I think that it's the night and not the clientele yeah really i think it like just depends on what's happening that night and where it is like you'll you'll find a crazy party at at portside on on like a tuesday and then you'll find like a crazy party at like hello goodbye in yelltown on Mm -hmm. on like a thursday and it's like it just really depends on the night in in my opinion yeah Yeah. 100 percent. there's there's a weird science to it i think like It has everything to do, like, you know, there's a concert or a show in town, right? Then you're going to have people coming out from the, the Tri-Cities to come downtown and experience that. And they're out for a night. So 
they're in a rowdier mood than they might have usually, you know, been going out for drinks on a Wednesday. They're there to see Yellow Wolf and they're just jacked up. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a fun concert. Yellow Wolf? He yeah. comes in town a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. He's good. He's, he's pretty decent for sure. But yeah, I don't know. I've always wondered about that. Just like people's <laughs> sort of where people's brains are at when it comes to like being going to places because like Gastown, obviously there's people that live there and they have like a community, but it's mostly upper scale people that live there. Like yeah. a lot of the lofts there cost a lot of oh, money. Yeah. So I don't know. That just, that just was something that I was just trying to think about the other day as far as just like bar communities go. And like what makes them tick and what makes things drive to one place than another. Yeah. And maybe it's just there is no rhyme or reason to it. It's just literally like always just going to be a happy Next accident things. of like where people just, are and what what's happening yeah, into the night. generated numbers. Yeah. Also, I think it also depends on what you're after. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to Yale Town, odds are you're going for some really nice drinks, some nice food, some nice company, you know. Gas Town can get a little more rowdy, but... You go to Granville Street when you're ready to totally turn it up. You know what I mean? That's yeah, where you yeah. go because you're like, I can just bar hop all night, get some stamps, get some shots, go crazy, see people walking the streets. You know what I mean? It's just a total yeah. riot on the streets every weekend. So, like for me personally, I feel like <laughs> Yale Town, Cold Harbor is like your fine dining experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gas Town is like your quality cocktail mm-hmm. experience. Granville Street's like your let's do 18 shots of tequila ready to dance yeah Yeah. Gastown also has a very strong like Granville's obviously too but I feel like Gastown also like a lot of its driving force is a lot of like industry people because a lot of the people that work there like in Gastown also just like tend to stay and party there as well Um, but I I think we're going to wrap it up here soon guys but uh, I wanted to close out with bar stories craziest most disgusting funniest whatever you got I want to fucking hear it you're going first <laughs> honestly the cra- okay the craziest one that just pops right into my head immediately and like god there's hundreds right we could we could do a whole whole segment on these but the one that really jumps right away I'd probably been bartending in Vancouver for three months it was actually my, I think my third night shift and I like I'd been waiting for this for years, you know what I mean? I was finally a night bartender on the strip in Vancouver. And one of my senior bartenders just goes, you're needed in the men's bathroom at like 3.15 after we are closed. And I look, and if you know the bathroom at Cinema, it's pretty open. You walk in and right to the left of the door is the sink. And there is this massive turd in the sink. (laughs) Like, massive turd in the sink. And instantly my brain just couldn't process it because I was all I could picture was this guy having the balls to sit there and I'm, what I'm assuming is wedge his feet against the door to you know maybe stop oh people from coming God. in and out. But who has the time and the thought process to be like, all right, you know what? I can fire this one out in 15 seconds. Let me try and then successfully do it. And then the the weird part is is like. I don't remember seeing anybody rush out of there that night. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> did he just continue to party all night knowing that he had just taken a massive turn in the sink? Like, I don't know. That stands out to me as like one of the weirdest things ever. And unfortunately, I did have to clean it up. Oh so. my god. 
That's that was that was my well, like. All right, Granville Street. I, I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think the funniest part about that, and the most ironic part, is that I you also no, I I, <laughs> like, I also have a similar story at cinema, <laughs> and that's exactly what I was gonna say. Is there was this guy that sat down in a bar. It's midday. It's like three fifteen p.m., not a.m. And this guy comes in. I remember his face too. He had the big hipster glasses on, like mullet almost hair, a Pabst blue ribbon cut off, and he was at the concert at Vogue across the road. It was like a metal show. This guy is just like talking on the phone, saying they're like, oh, the servers here are dressed in black. It's so depressing. I hate Canada. He's from like Portland or Seattle or yeah, something like yeah. that. And like, he's just being ridiculous. And this is when I was very new in Vancouver. I'm, I was very like timid and very, you know, and, I, w- I didn't have like the wherewithal to be like, hey man, get the f out of here, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I like seriously, man, and um, I just kind of like let it let it go on because he wasn't being that aggressive or that rude, and uh, there was only one time where I was like, yo, don't disrespect the girls here, like yeah. you, you'll you'll get that drink taken away right away, and you'll get the hell out of here if you disrespect any of the service here because that's not like that's not cool, but. He didn't take it to that level, and he ended up because you know the the low bar at cinema. Yeah, you can't see over it, and the the stools are really low, and like you have to step down in behind the bar to basically get and yeah, be behind it. Sure. It's a low bar, <clears throat> so he had whipped his dick out and pissed on the ground from the stool in sitting position, and like and then <laughs> and then paid his bill, tipped and left, and all of a sudden we're like. What's that? What's that oh, smell? Yeah. And then like me and I think it was like Jennifer Bastoni or whatever he used to work yeah, yeah, And yeah. like we like had to like roll over like, oh my God, and get like the mop out. And we're like, I was just like, I was so furious. I was like, I should have kicked that guy out when he was just like, like complaining and stuff. I was like, man, but it's, it's so ironic. And we both have like fecal matter stories yeah. about <laughs> cinema as our creative, like cinema it's the shit right? <laughs> it's the piss and shit yeah. alright and on that note I'm gonna end this fucking second episode and for that reason I'm out and I'm out <laughs> I can't do this anymore thank you so much Marty Steve for coming by shooting the shit with us Thank you. Kate. until next time guys peace out